Because of the coronavirus epidemic and to respect social distancing guidelines, this episode of Civil Politics was recorded remotely over Zoom. Good evening and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow and I'm reading the obituary of the late Henry Kissinger with great pleasure along with my friends John Roberts and Sue Timberlake. Mine is not with great pleasure. I actually like Kissinger. Uh, Of course. (laughs) Should have known. Um... And, I just uh, wanted to be implied that I had great pleasure at his death. Oh, no, we yeah, would have mentioned it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Trust me. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Happy and, December. Yes, and happy December, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining us uh, as we enter the uh, the final twilight moments of 2023. And uh, we're coming up, uh, what is it? Uh, one, two, three, four. Uh, yeah, so I guess it's five weeks from tonight will be January 5th and that will, of 2024, and that will be the first time we will air at our new time slot of 6 p.m. on Friday night. So hope you'll all be, uh, remember to tune in an hour earlier and catch us right after, uh, uh, the end of Amy Goodman and Democracy Now! Uh, wrap up their little, uh, their, their little show. And, uh, yeah, yeah, as we, uh. Uh, hopefully, uh, uh, do a better job of connecting with more and more, uh, listeners and, and, uh, political interest, yeah, politically interested people like you. Oof, that was terrible. Um, anyway. It's okay. Uh, we can clean up in post. I'm not going to. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the power. Thanks. Oh, the power. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I should have sw- I should have sworn right there because then you'd have to clean it up. (laughs) But I like you enough that I'm not going to do that. My one weakness. (laughs) The FCC. (laughs) (laughs) Curse you, standards and practices. Anyway, um, yeah. So um, speaking of standards and practices and, uh, you know, uh, considering the welfare and well-being of others, uh, Henry Kissinger. A man who really never did any of those things. Um, yeah, so I, you know, I, no, wait. He considered yeah. the um, like people that he wanted to consider as people. Well, I suppose um, Henry Kissinger. Uh, Henry Kissinger, in a lot of ways, uh, is kind of the antithesis of what I think civil politics is about. I mean. Politics is well. Politics is in part, you know, the the state, you know, the 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 uh, 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 state department, uh, the the negotiations between important ministers and maintaining balances of power and trade relations and uh, uh, all kinds of stuff like you know, realpolitik and everything, and who controls the resources of Africa or whatever, you know, like I I, I get it, you know that. That can be part of what's going on. Um, and when you have like large organized societies and, inter, you know, international economies and whatever, then, yeah, eventually uh, uh, that's going to be part of the picture. 
But just fundamentally, to me, the idea of what politics is about is we as humans form communities, and especially when there are so many of us in the world, we have to work hard to come together as a community, to connect with each other, to forge shared values and institutions and work out compromises, you know, and, and do the basic work of like, well, we have surplus wealth. How do we collectively want to use it to make our lives better? Um, and what are the values that we want to bring to that? So all of that, I think, is important and interesting. And um, uh, Henry Kissinger is pretty much like a great example of how not to do that and, and how to be terrible at that. Because, uh, you know, like when he had power, it was basically all about like, how can the United States counter the influence of, you know, the Soviets or whatever. And so, uh, you know, he's a guy who was uh, personally uh, 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 approving and directing our illegal secret bombing campaign in Cambodia um, and who was turning a blind eye to. Uh, uh, genocide in what became Bangladesh by Pakistan and uh, uh, approving are the... Are we turning a blind eye now to Pinochet's some of the coup. genocides that are taking yes. taking place around the world? Yes. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're, we're following in Kissinger's blood-soaked footsteps by doing that. Um, but like we... He, he was into power and influence, sure enough. Yeah. And, and he oh, didn't yeah. care how many people died he had just no real interest in actual human welfare or uh any of the thing you know for for a guy who was the secretary of state for the united states he had just zero interest in the actual idea of like all people are created equal with inalienable rights of life liberty and the pursuit of happiness you know and the inevitable implication like oh you know what everybody's life is important everybody matters like we have to care about people Henry Kissinger, not so much. So, well, I will not in his mourn his mind death were at more, all. Some people so, more equal than others in his mind. Right. Yeah. Well, clearly, clearly. I mean, it, it's a different worldview. It's a very powerful worldview. And he he escaped the Germans twice. Yeah. And immigrated to this country. Did you know he actually fought for this country at the Battle of the Bulge? Really? He was uh, in the army at that point? Yeah. Yeah, and then they moved him into intelligence services, and that's kind of how he got his his step. But yeah, he fought in the Battle of the Bulge, no, the army for him. in the army, yes. and you know, escaped the Nazis twice. He was he was terrified of socialism and Nazism, and he he you know that I, was his I, worldview. You know, and that was a different socialism. Time. Socialism and Nazism, like like, are are actually kind of opposites. True. Um, like the, the, the fascist, like, you know, who, you know, who had a lot in common with uh, uh, the Nazi regime was uh, Pinochet and uh, the people, he, yep. you know, so like for a guy who really and he helped topple Allende, that's yeah. true. And Pinochet, yep. that we, su we supported the Shah of Iran, too. I mean, we 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 supported Saddam Hussein. We supported Noriega in Panama. It's. It's, you know, endless what this country has done. Mm -hmm. And Kissinger... In the name of keeping us strong. That's, yeah. you know... And and Kissinger was a 
you know, right in the uh, middle of it, right in the middle of it. Exactly. So I can, I can see what you're, what you're, I I think I can see what you're saying, Sue. Um, Like he is a, he is a member of a long line of just horrifying people that have worked for our government. Um, He, like the the Dulles brothers. I mean, he was, they were, um, they were terrible too. Yeah. I mean, he, the, the thing with the thing with Kissinger and why a lot of people are like, you know, really down right now, like really cool with this is he had an influence on some of the most bloody and secret um, eras of this country, working with some, one of the most reviled presidents uh, in, in our, in our nation's history, even though like, I think, you know, I think Trump's, Trump's probably going to be more reviled by the time it's over. Oh, but you, you're saying Nixon. You're comparing saying, him to Nixon. I, I'm I'm saying he were. I didn't compare Trump to Nixon. I'm saying he's one of the most reviled. I would think the most reviled would be like Jackson. Not yeah, but um, <laughs> you know he should be anyway. But um, yeah, yeah I can he, only do the ones that I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, he like he was. You know, like uh, there, there are a lot of people that can explain away uh, some of the some of the horrible like things that he that he did. Um, The results that, especially when you are more concerned with uh, the power and the prestige of of our country, Um, and he did do that. That was his whole deal. He really, really, really believed in America over everybody else. Yep. The the can the bombing campaigns in Cambodia uh was to try to strengthen our hand to try to get us out of Vietnam on a stronger footing. Like that's that's well, of course. why yep. they yeah. did that. You know, you know, like after he monkey wrenched the peace talks in nineteen sixty eight, then he was stuck with the problem of like, well now how do we end the war? Yeah. And they and they it's like I it's called the mad the madman um theory uh basically uh nixon basically said i'm gonna just act like i'm gonna bomb everything and and then they'll be worried about what i'm gonna do and then they'll they'll agree to anything so they bombed they bombed out cambodia Um, well they thought the resource lines and the reserves were coming from there they were actually i mean there there was yeah it wasn't just you know it, it was bombed for a reason. It shouldn't have been. And I have stone wrote a lot about and got, you know, papers that showed what we were doing. And, mm-hmm. uh, it was a secret. Yeah. A lot of people didn't even know they were in Cambodia. A lot of the military had no idea that they were going to cross the border and, and do that. So yeah, it I'd was, like, uh, it's a troubling times. I'd like to read a quote from Anthony Bourdain, if I can. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, he is a, he's he a chef. He was a wonderful yes. person that went that did a lot of like food, um, food tours, uh, no reservations, a cook's tour, parts unknown. Um, my partner loves him. He's he was a wonderful Re- guy. Recently committed suicide a few years ago. Yes, he's afraid he to committed do. suicide. Yes, yes. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. no, he. It, it, I thought well, he just passed away. No, he had a no. well. I mean. He he succumbed to his chronic illness of serious depression. Oh, that's too bad. You know, um, that's 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 the thing that happens. It really sucks. Yeah, people well, were shocked. This is uh something that he said a while ago. Um, 
once you've been to Cambodia, you'll never stop wanting to beat Henry Kissinger to death with your bare hands. You will never yeah. again be able to open a newspaper and read about that treacherous, treacherous, prevaricating, murderous scumbag sitting down for a nice chat with with Charlie Rose or attending some black tie affair for a new glossy magazine without choking. Witness what Henry did in Cambodia, the fruits of his genius for statemanship, and you will never uh, understand. And you will never understand why he's not sitting in in the dock at the Hague next to um, Milosevic. And while uh, Henry continues to nibble nori nori rolls and re and remaki at a list parties, Cambodia, the neutral nation he secretly and illegally bombed, invaded, undermined, and then threw to the dogs, is still trying to raise itself up on its one remaining leg. He loved everybody. This man loved everybody. <laughs> he was think a they'll say that same, sunshine. You think they'll say the same thing about Netanyahu? Netanyahu. Uh, no. I don't think. And what he's doing I, at Palestine. I mean, they will, they will, there will be people excoriating the man when he dies, for sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But yeah. he, he didn't have the global reach and and devastating long-term impact of Henry Kissinger. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, they'll, they'll be criticizing him for similar reasons, but just not as extensive. <clears throat> I just want, I want to mention to our listeners, by the way, yeah. uh, if you're like, oh, you know, like you want to, if this isn't, you know, something you're, you, you know much about at all, a nice little place to start is like, there's this nice uh, little 12 minute video, uh, uh, Rare Earth by uh, Evan Hadfield. Uh, where he talks he talks about Cambodia. I sent a link to to it. Uh, uh, it's on YouTube. Sent a link to John. He'll include it in the show notes. It's um, it's absolutely Last worth watching. Presumptuous. Uh, you I'm will going do. To. It. Don't, don't <laughs> you will. You will obey me. <laughs> just, just assume. I guess. I, I guess that's what we're doing now. I thought this was a democracy. It's not. I'm in charge. But yes, I will do that. I'm sorry. Um, Wait, <laughs> please you're continue. in charge? Oh, okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's no own, question. Yeah. He is in charge. There's no question about it. Well, so long as I'm on the throne, I'm okay with that. Oh, yeah. Um, there's also uh, a Vox article that I'm going to be po posting. One of our uh, accepted um, sources, by the way. Just, you know, um, what Henry Kissinger uh he they they detail a lot of the stuff that and i think i think people will still revile um netanyahu uh for for what he's done but like mike said he he hasn't had the global reach and he has he doesn't have the the history um of and it, like the history of being uh in the seat of power that that um kissinger did like the if the if the president of or if the prime minister of Israel calls the United States, he doesn't automatically go to the president. They're not in the same level. He goes to the secretary of state, you know, like a smaller country. Like they they talk to the state department. Maybe maybe Israel goes to the president, but like smaller countries, they go to the secretary of state. He's the he's the the guy at the gate, you know. Yeah, and and he was also the NSA at the same time. Oh yeah, he he started he, as he national security. Um, if and I when he was Secretary of State, he he made it so that he was in charge of that also. Yeah, because he didn't want to do to him what they did 
yeah, he yeah. he wanted to make sure that somebody couldn't pull the same trick he did. So he was in charge of both of those. Yeah, at the end he, of his tenure with both, Nixon. Yeah, they they both did, and plus he he did his stuff. He tried to cover it up. And anytime anybody in the past fifty years has asked him about it, um, he's his answer has usually been like, "Eh, that's what I did," you know. Like he's he's never he's never had any sort of contrition at all. No about remorse. What he did. No remorse whatsoever yep. about what it, what happened under his watch. Like even if you believe that you did the right thing for the country, even if you think you were completely in the right, people still died. And saying, well, and it's I, 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 I weep for the people, the children that died, or something like that. Like he's never said anything like that. Um, yeah, he's a little too arrogant for that, I think. Yeah. Well, he, he's he, not anymore because he's passed away this yeah, week. But yeah. Yeah. finally, yeah, darn. Um, there was. I, there I don't a, agree with you guys. <laughs> I know you don't. Um, and you know, and that's what the show is about. We we disagree, we agree, you know, and and then after we stop, then I can go like pop some champagne, and that's fine. But the um, <laughs> there is a a Twitter account uh that has been going on for two years, and it's it's the the Twitter account is oh, called. This is funny. <laughs> the Twitter account is called <laughs> "Is Henry Kissinger Dead?" And every day they say no, and it's just like to check back: Is he dead? No. Is he dead? Nope. Nuh-uh, not nope, but here's someone who did, you know. And then last night, they're like, yes! <laughs> there are two more accounts that I want to tell you guys about. One, there's a wonderful account, a cute, heartwarming account called Muppet History. And they talk about the history of Muppets, the different, different like, facts and stuff about Jim Henson, heartwarming stuff. Last night, they said, Henry Kissinger has died, exclamation point, exclamation point. And they had a gif of the um, the ghost of Christmas present singing, It Feels Like Christmas, and dancing. The last one is, uh, is, the, is, is a translator. Someone basically takes BBC headlines and puts them through a filter so it sounds like a kawaii like oh no Henry Kissinger is dead (laughs) and these three things I I looked under these accounts and uh people are like and this is how I find out (laughs) through the Muppets apparently this is how I find out (laughs) oh well Good times. On Good the times. other on the other <laughs> side of the coin, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I, I think those are very funny. Um there's people who were his peers who said when he was a young man and sort of ascending that you know, it's not just that he's smart, it's that he was in harmony with the music of history, in that he he seemed to be consonant with what was happening at the time. And took advantage of it and, you know, established himself and had no remorse. And I thought that was just an interesting quote that he was, you know, in harmony with the music of history. And you look at his life and you can see that that's really that's really quite true. And I wonder if they're going to say the same thing about Trump, because. I very he, much doubt you know, it. <laughs> well, but he, but he he took advantage of you know sort of our worst instincts and used them against us. Mm. And you know Kissinger 
Kissinger floated along like that as well. Like I said, I I don't dislike him. I understand sort of who he is and um, you know what he was doing at the time and why people were calling for it and why he was, you know, the the person that he was. But you know, Trump sort of the same thing. These these great figures that just take up all the oxygen in the room. And, you know, align with somebody, you know, Kissinger aligned with Nixon. And, you know, Nixon actually did a lot of those deeds that you talked about. But he, you know, he was whispering in his ear, he's whispering in the ear of a lot of great people in the world at the time. And I, I worry that we're so easily, you know, we so easily get sucked into um, going along with these very powerful and um, these very powerful men. I mean, I I think it's a it's it's sort of a downfall of humanity in a way. Mm. Yeah, there were that were taken up and swept swept along, mm. swept along, swept along with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. leaders. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, they say if I can lead if I can lead you into this, I can lead you away from that. You know, that's the problem with people who mm. follow. It's really people. interesting. I, I, Un- uncritically, yeah. uncritically. No, people. no, no. I that's that's a really interesting. Um, it, I don't know if that's a quote or not, but I've never heard the it harmony of history. No, I forget who it was. I think it was one of his professors at Harvard. No, no, that. no. If I can lead you to this, then I can lead you away from that. Oh, yes, that is a famous quote, and I don't know who said it. Wasn't original. It, you know, it was a. Um, you know, yeah, the I've, problem with I've never these heard great either, charis- yeah, charismatic yeah. leaders. Yeah. That's the problem with them. So. Can I read you one more quote? Yeah, uh, from Fox News. I was going to say, is it funny? Kind of. Um, oh, it's, good. It's really in, in how you in how you interpret it. Um, they were the you know Hannity and Noam Noam. Forget if that's Christy Noam's the governor yeah. of uh, South Dakota. I think so. Um, so she they were talking about him, and uh, they were, and she was saying like, I hope people remember Kissinger. I hope they learn about. Him. I hope that everyone's reaction to his passage is to go learn a little bit more about him around your dinner table or when you're driving, driving the car with your kids, tell them a few Kissinger quotes. Okay. Every, Are there Kissinger quotes? Oh yeah. Oh, there's a lot of great stuff in the Watergate, ta- you know, in the secret tapes from the Oval Office that were the central to Watergate, you know. I really, this is something I really, on like, honestly, I really love stuff like this because that it, it can encapsulate so many different emotions and so many different ways of thinking. Everybody was sharing this, like people on the left, people on the right, people that hated him, people that adored him, because it's yeah. it, it you, can, you can interpret yeah. it. The way that I read it is a lot like a lot of things with Fox. And and again, I wholeheartedly believe this. They get so close. They get so close to something profound or something so like when um when one of their hosts was like, I, you know, like we shouldn't people shouldn't have to scratch and 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 claw for 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 enough to, to live. And we shouldn't people shouldn't be homeless. And I'm like, yes, yes. And then they're like, and that's why socialism is bad. I'm like, no. <laughs> you were you right there. In. You were right there. Why? Yeah. You know, like, but um, this is 
like some people really, 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 really like the man. Like he, like they completely believe the was, hype. Like the he was brilliant. He he was honestly he was yeah. he was very yeah. smart. He was very very good at his job. He he had a goal and he achieved it. The whole point of his job was to make sure that America was on top. That was the point. Yep. That was what he yep. thought his job was, and he did it with gusto. No, no matter no matter how many bodies it took, America was going to be on top, and he did that. He succeeded, and he's he's been on top of that for the rest of his life until the day he died. He made so much money after he left office because he was advising different countries and different businesses on how to, you know, conduct themselves and everything like that. He, he succeeded in his life goals. And how many of us can do that? How many of us can say that we, we absolutely succeeded in what we wanted to do? Well, several million fewer, thanks to Henry Kissinger. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, if you want to go there, sure. And I do, but you know, <laughs> like he, he, that, that is, I think that really is how I will think of him go. Like he, he wanted something and he got it. No matter how many people had to die, he, he opened up China. He got us out of Vietnam. Yeah. He did all it like that. He did some things that had positive effects, but the, but with just, yeah kind of gallons <laughs> and gallons and vats of blood and we need to accept that both of those things are true i'm not sure how much good he actually did but you know um, i didn't say he did good i th i said he ex he he succeeded well sure but i mean he did like some things that might have had a positive effect i did say that i'm, I'm not even sure about that but i do think we're at the halfway point of the show already uh true. and i'm I am more than happy to finish tap dancing on Henry Kissinger's grave. Uh, <laughs> Sue, did you have any? Do, I, I, I tried to. I'm. I'm in a bow and oh man. I'm. I'm. I'm All tap right. dancing. I have <laughs> a. I have a, fin a final little piece. Hopefully, it'll make you both think. Please, if you could. Two, two minutes I would love here. To go actually, on maybe that. one minute. So this is. Um, this is somebody at the end of their life, as it turns out, but this was a couple of months ago. Uh, the printing press, the rise of nation states led to the age of enlightenment. Don't question it. This is just what they said. Um, right. With AI, we're more into um, more info than any one person can know. It's not unlike the invention of the printing press. It's going to become a new reality, even if it doesn't reflect reality. And then he said, the complexity of leadership will go beyond the range of the current contenders for the American presidency. The USA has always been quick to see and acknowledge reality and act on it. And I, you know, he really hoped that um, that America would come through this in the age of AI. And that was Henry Kissinger about three months ago in a in a discussion on one of the odd channels that I watch. And his acknowledgement that AI is going to change the world and we may we need a young complex i think john or you probably agree with that leader who understands the new reality that we're getting into and he he basically thought that america is in trouble with the two contenders they have for the presidency and i think he's right yeah so, anyway and that was him he was being interviewed i forget where and when but 
was one of my midnight visits to the TV land. So I agree with Henry a, Kissinger. I oh. thought you would. My yeah. God. He I wasn't wrong about teeth. that. <clears throat> well, while drama does a bit of, you know, a, a quick hygiene update, we're going to play some PSAs, promos, and station IDs. And then we'll be back with more civil politics I hear on Valley Free Radio in just a couple of minutes. Please don't go away. We will be right back. Let me find my bleach. Hold on. Table of Contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres, and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in the CD or tape player, each week presenting shows which can at times be organized and orderly and at other times perhaps be not as much so, yet never dull. Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, this is Wendy, host of Valley Free Radio's subculture music program, featuring new wave, post-punk, indie, and electronic music from the 70s to today. Join me every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ, or stream it live from your favorite listening device at valleyfreeradio.org. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm still Michael Dow. I'm still here with Sue Timberlake and with Genre Roberts. And uh, Genre, we do want to squeeze in at least a few minutes of talking about what's going on in Congress and whatnot. But I really like it if you could start us off with an update on the various strikes that have been going on. So cue strike news. Do we have cool music for that yet? Uh, Sound effects or anything? I mean, a lot of times I have to cut it out of the show just to make time, but... We've had strike news a lot. <laughs> We've had a lot of strike news, but then we get on other topics and I'm like, this is really interesting. So I have to cut out the strike news, which is like five minutes. So anyway, um, the just recapping, the writer strike ended. Uh, the Yay! <laughs> the um, UAW strike ended. Yay! Both of them got amazing deals. Uh, increases in... Um, pay, uh, reduction in in work hours and um, protections against like AI on the writer's side. The SAG AFTRA, the uh, the actors, their strike has ostensibly ended. Yay! Yes, um, that is the correct response because uh, the deal that SAG AFTRA got, a lot of the members, especially the rank and file members, like the people that like make less than like millions of dollars, are not very happy about it. Um, one of the things, what the main thing is about AI and with writers, AI, the issues with AI was, do we let computers write shows or at least like, do we let AI or we really should say generative AI, do we let that... Um, give us plot points, you know, like plot starters, ideas for shows and pitches. And they said no. And uh, that was a really good thing for the writers. For the actors, generative AI means scanning their face 
making 3D representations and being able to use those scans in film. Let's say a background actor, you get scanned and then they can just stick your face in the background of movies without you being on set. That's terrible because background actors and character actors, that's they're what make movies work. Like you can have the stars, but if you don't have anybody in the background, if you don't have a character actor, a character actor is someone that's not like a face. They they really play up characters. It's uh, it's the oh, it's that guy. That's a character actor. Anytime you say that, that's it's that guy. What's his name? That's a character actor. Really good at their job. You don't really remember their name, but that's the point. Um, so a lot of people are not really happy about it because the 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 new contract says that the company can scan you and uh, give you a day rate, which is like 100, 200 bucks for a background actor. And ostensibly, they, they have to ask you if it's okay to use your face in subsequent projects. And you can say yes, no, and how much you, and you'll be paid like day rate and a half at the very least, or you can negotiate for more. Well, what the happens is... If- what mm-hmm. what happens if you're like, no, I don't want you to do that to use my face. You know, like I actually want to be there on set. I don't want you to digitally insert me. So I say no. And the studio then goes, fine. So we'll never hire you again. That is a possibility, which is illegal. But a lot of things are illegal. So yeah. that they do. Bombing so- Cambodia, for example. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I think that's a callback. <laughs> a little bit of a callback, yes. So um the uh but the thing is that there is a possibility that a studio can say okay, we're going to take this person's eyes, this person's nose, this person's left ear and combine them to make a a character. Mm. How are you going to and if they do that and they put you in a movie how is someone going to be like, that's my nose? Yeah. What did you, why, why are you doing this? This is my, and just like anything else on the internet, if you take a scan of someone, it's there forever. Well, you can make multiple that. copies. You can make backups mm-hmm. and someone can take it and take it home and do something like you can do uh-huh. anything. Yeah. But and, what if, what, hang on. What if we declare those images non-fungible tokens and say like this, you know, Never mind. Sorry. You're fired. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> if we were in the same studio, I'd I'd have like a plushie of something. I'd just chuck it at you. Just chuck it at your head. Um, I'm just saying so, I see real investment to, opportunities there. You'd have to block you'd have to blockchain it and then yeah, and then all the lights would dim all over the country because the power yeah. requirements. <laughs> I just hate you both so much. <laughs> just so, so much. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. So anyway, uh, I mean, but seriously, like you can make this amalgamation of people and yes. there's no way that you'd be able to know. So, well, it's, al- uh, it's already happening. There's some guy in Spain who basically created like a, you know, a swimsuit model girl like she's 25 and her name's whatever the heck it is you know Uh, uh, you know but it's like he just made her up she's just a creation done with ai and apparently Mm -hmm. she's got uh a serious digital following because she's pretty except of course it's just an it so yeah it's it's an an image yeah 
it's so, it's it's not real you know and yeah. that but the thing is like that's not real but these people's images will be it's your it that's my nose <clears throat> sure that's but, my but, that's but, my ear you know I mean, and but genre no to, yeah, genre how yeah. do things like mid journey and other you know ai's like that they just take things from like you know real images and photographs that already exist anyway so like that's just how it works you know even if it's not specifically like one specific person's like exact nose it's just like yeah mm-hmm. but like we sort of did an amalgamation of like mike's nose and tom cruise's nose and whatever so it's like 20 percent mike's nose and 40 percent somebody else's and whatever so it's even worse than just like you know like you know cutting you know doing like a cut and paste like from a magazine or composite drawing or whatever i mean it's basically so. composite drawing that's yeah. basically what it is like yeah the thing mm-hmm. is that we're trying to get people excuse me, we're trying to get people, like, paid, you know? Mm. And if we have things like MidJourney, if we have things like um, ChatGPT um, that basically pull information from the internet and and from, like, inputs that companies put in them, someone might say, oops, I put in this input and I shouldn't have. Oh, well, now it's in the system and there's no way to extricate it. You know, like, that's... That is something that could happen, and this contract sounds, is sounds vague like enough that, that might happen. Mm. What'd you say, Sue? Sounds like sounds like the Wild West, where you know, after a while, you needed a few sheriffs to come along and and fight back the banditos because AI's taken all that info is already in those large language um, mm-hmm. AIs. It's it's like we put that stuff out there; they took it. It was all free, yeah. And so everybody grabbed land. And, you know, they, they, everybody stole stuff. That's what everybody was doing, right? Yeah. That's what I mean, it that's, is. That's the that's internet. What mm-hmm. That's what it is. That's, that is, a, it, that's especially how it started, uh, the internet. Yeah. Like it was just the Wild West. The thing is that now it's, it, it's so much, it's, it's so much easier to make a realistic representation of someone. This isn't like reboot. You know, like where it's just polygons and you can tell, yes, that is a fake person. You know, like you can, they, um, this is pretty integrated. Yep. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's scary. It's beautiful. It's beautiful and it's yeah. frightening, which all the interesting things are, honestly. Um, but we need oh, to protect people. You've never told me I'm beautiful before. Frightening many times, but <laughs> what are you on right now? Jesus, we're we're running late. I'm just getting tired. <laughs> My goodness, it's only ten. Um, so the um, so yeah, we need to we need to make sure that that if someone gets scanned by a studio, that they have complete and utter control of their image, because you don't want their family in fifty years. To say, you know, our our uncle was a was a great actor, and now, oh my God, why is he hawking um, Target stuff? You know, or like doing something that they wouldn't agree to. It, like you can do that. Now. You can take someone's image and make them say things and do things that they wouldn't normally do. And you need to protect people's. You need to protect people from that. So that's why a lot of the actors are not really okay with this deal but it might be the only deal that they could have gotten the but you know we'll see and the sag after members are still voting on whether to ratify this and if it doesn't pass it probably will 
but probably not with a the high majority that the the writers had the writers they ratified their contract with like 97% which is insane um maybe even higher but the actors i'm i'm assuming it's going to be like 80% honestly uh and that this might be the best they can have for the for the next two and a half years um yeah, until, first step. yeah but by then it might be too late so that's what's going on with sag aftra uh so that is still developing uh in better news uh, the voting the, UAW, the, the union has until uh december 5th that's when the that's what member I thought, voting yeah. yeah yeah december so, 5th so we'll next see week then. maybe yep yeah mm-hmm. we'll we'll see by uh, by Monday, yep. um, a month a month before uh, we we move to our new time slot at six p.m. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Haha, <laughs> I'm pretty good at this. Um, I'm not. You're a, so you're the UAW actually uh-huh. uh, got a great contract, like I said, and Sean Fain, the the leader of the union, is trying to unionize workers at Tesla and Toyota and other non unionized uh, automakers, which is awesome. They're they're going they're they're trying to get them to unionize, which is really upsetting Elon Musk. Really, Aww, really upsetting him. No, not Elon yeah. Musk. Oh. Yeah, Miss Mr. Musk is oh he's just, he's he's so sad. He's a sad boy. Oh, <laughs> he's got to fall he's asleep not, in his big pile of money. Ooh. He's not going to give uh, Starlink to the Palestinians so they could defend themselves. Re- of course they not. He's not. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, yeah. Of course, he, he, he met uh, with Netanyahu, even though he made all those comments or you know forwarded that text. Yeah, it was anti-Semitic. It, it endorsed and, that anti-Semitic, you know, great replacement theory. Yeah, yeah. again. Yeah, he yeah. he does he does that just so much. He did, yeah, uh, and he but he hmm? got a he got the same tour that all the the you know presidents of other countries got. Yeah, you know, it around was, the kibbutzes, uh, which yeah, he's treated like a king. Yeah, the funny thing is he went to Israel and he was like hanging out with Netanyahu, Netanyahu, who quotes like the New Testament a ton when talking about the the conflict with Palestine. He sounds a lot oh, like interesting. Yeah, he? he sounds a lot like the uh, like people in America who, you know, want the end times to happen. But yeah, he um, I, I've listened to like a, a few um, is uh, uh, rabbis. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and watched some, uh, documentaries and stuff about, about this. And he, the rhetoric that he uses is not really in line with, uh, with Jewish teachings as, as it is like held, like a lot of people. hold it. More like in- evangelical. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. More evangelical, um, not descriptions, uh, interpretations of mm-hmm. the of the Bible. Mm. So it's really it's really interesting, and it's clear because he just likes you know he just doesn't want Palestinians there there anymore. So Elon Musk got to visit him because he was on like a, a glow up tour, I guess. Um, and but he uh, how anti Semitic can he really be if the if the Prime Minister of Israel is <laughs> willing to be nice to him like that? It's like yeah, actually. Very anti-Semitic, but pretty, you know, pretty anti-Semitic. Um, yeah, yeah, is that Israelite washing? <laughs> what? I, I, 
I don't know that I'd make that pun, but that's green probably... greenwashing. Yeah. Ooh, no. Now that. Really, oh wait, that's right. environmental, not right. money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's you, right. You environmental. get the plush now. You get the plushie in the face now. <laughs> Either that, or you're just gonna cut this part of the radio show. No. Oh, well. No, it's because I I like that, talking about throwing uh, plush that would animals take work. at you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, no, it's more that I want to I want to talk more about throwing like pillows and stuff at your guys' faces. Anyway, okay. Okay. Um, maybe like one with a squeaky. Ooh, in it do you with... have one of those plushy Ooh, plushy fetish? Mm. Mm. What? Interesting. Never mind. What? John, you cut out for a moment there. I think you're. I think you're. <laughs> Sue. Don't forget, oh I used God, to be married. Don't yuck my used, yum. What are you doing? Sue, you, 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 I think you broke him. Good job. <laughs> yeah, well, I used to be plushy fetish. What the hell? I, <laughs> you clearly have I a Muppet to, fetish, not a plushy fetish. Okay. I, I used to. I used to be married to a sex therapist, so sometimes oh, I remember yeah. stuff she told me. I know uh -huh. nothing about that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, you know nothing about that. Sure. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Um, you, the <laughs> Elon Musk going back to him, um, call the, there are Swedish workers that work for Tesla and mm -hmm. he's calling the strikes insane because he's a strike yeah. breaker. So, well, the, well, the, the, the workers in Sweden are on strike there. It's a, they're, they're mechanics, uh, cause Tesla doesn't actually make, make anything there, but they have to have repair people there mm -hmm. for, for their customers. And so they've hired people to be mechanics and they're not actually unionized there. Unlike night, you know, most other workers in Sweden, like 90% of the people there are unionized. So they're like, you don't pay us enough and we don't get enough benefits. We're going on strike. And he's not happy about that. <laughs> but, uh, Sweden allows solidarity strikes. So that's led to some hilarious consequences. Yes. The, uh, they, <laughs> Well, the the postal workers aren't delivering um, license plates. They won't to... deliver any mail to Tesla. Oh, any mail, really? Yes, that I did not know. They That's won't amazing. deliver any mail to Tesla. The uh, union of uh, you know uh, custodians, basically, like like the janitors' union. They're like they won't clean up Tesla's showrooms. Uh, yeah, like the, the, the truckers, the Teamsters or whatever the equivalent is, they're like, they won't deliver shipments to them, you know, like, and I think the dock workers are like, we're not unloading Tesla stuff at the docks, you know, it's, it's amazing. Like, it's like, yo, you know, <laughs> yeah, Elon uh, is not having the best week. Um, as yeah. an aside, uh, we can, we can talk about how, uh, because of Elon's, uh, anti-Semitic stuff going on on twitter i will never call it the uh, twitter uh he the a lot of advertisers more advertisers are pulling out um from and big suits. ones too like ibm and disney just, and apple are just like they're just done yeah, yeah uh disney pulled pulled out <laughs> and yeah. um he uh was he let's see he, he took the stage at the deal book conference on on uh this past wednesday evening hosted um, by the new york times hosted, oh the new andrew york times ross. thank you andrew, and, andrew ross sorkin <laughs> oh yeah mm -hmm. andrew ross sorkin yeah you're right and uh basically he got asked about the about people not advertising and he said i hope they don't stop don't advertise if someone is going to try to blackmail me with advertising with blackmail money. me with money 
Go yeah. F yourself. Go F yourself. Is that clear? I hope it is. I I censored myself. He did not say F. But um <laughs> because of my nemesis yeah. at the FCC. Uh the so yeah, he he thinks that um, you know, the free marketplace is blackmail, apparently. Yep. Uh people made the choice not to advertise on his like on the chat room that he bought um to chat to chat with his friends and now he now now he's losing money it is worth less than a half of what it did when he when he bought it i understand also that he made a point of calling out the ceo of disney bob Iger at that bob event Iger. yeah he singled him out who just dis- and bob Iger, who discussed not wanting and Disney to be affiliated with Musk. Mm. And hey, Bob, if you're in the and if you're in the audience, that's what he said. Like he clearly wasn't. Bob has Bob Iger has way more better things to do. Though he was at that event, I understand. He was. Yeah. Never mind. I thought he'd just be on a golden yacht someplace. But hey, um, it would usually sink. But he has secret rich guy technology to make it float. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> Elon is having a, a weird week um, going on. I just, uh, you know, a guy who's like basically there at that New York Times event to sort of try and distance himself from his blatant anti-Semitism made a point to call out the CEO of Disney, who is, of course, Jewish. Excellent. So. Excellent stuff. Oops. Love it. And uh, I was on the uh, Twitter post, like from the BBC or something when they when they posted that. And there were so many people just cheering him on. Everybody, all these people with blue checks. And having a blue check on Twitter now means that you paid Elon eight dollars to have have a blue check. So it used to be someone that was verified to be that person, like someone mm. of note, uh, like an actor or a president or something like that. So people or, couldn't, you know, Coca Cola or something. Or you yeah, know, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So people couldn't pretend to be them, but now it's just like pay me eight bucks. Yeah, and you know it's the the site is just crashing and burning. It's really it's honestly sad. I used to like being on Twitter, but um, it is it is the age of disenlightenment. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Um, fake news and alternative yep. facts. Um, yeah, stuff like well, that. it's. Yeah, uh, you know, e- Elon Musk is is just a big dummy. So that's that's part of the problem right there. Yeah, and he's some he's a very smart man. Is he? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> smart enough. <laughs> I go. Uh, so is he though? Here, here's the thing. Like he, I don't know how. I don't know that he's really that wealthy. Uh, I don't really don't know that he's anything like the world's richest man or anything like that. But he apparently does have enough vibes and influence and whatever that he's able to sort of uh, 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 get a lot of what he wants. But yeah, no, I, you know, like he didn't actually start Tesla, but he 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 paid for it, you know, like uh, SpaceX, you know, all this other stuff like like almost nothing he's done is actually that that he's uh, known for is actually anything he actually did anything to. You know, he didn't actually make a lot of material contributions to those things. Hey, so, guess what? Hmm. Usually when someone's a billionaire, that's usually what happened. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know, not always. Like, not always. Taylor, Ta- Taylor Swift is. Yeah. 
Like Taylor Swift is an impressive, you know, public figure who, you yes. know, became I mean, Taylor Swift. I was Swift just group. trying to pick another anti-Semite, just, you know, for comparison. Sorry. Uh, Anti-Semitic car maker. Yeah, that's actually a fair, a pretty fair comparison. But Oh, fun fact about Elon. What's he that? really wanted um, to use, because he had the, the Model S Tesla, uh-huh. and he had the Model X, and he wanted uh-huh. the Model E. Right. But someone owns the copyright, the the, the trademark for Model Jack. E. And so he wanted to. That's he, why he made the three? Yeah. Because he really, really wanted his cars to spell out sex. Oh, that's terrible. He's a terrible person. He's, I'm really glad we're out of the era where people think that he's Tony Stark. Um, I'm really glad about that. Yeah. Even though he, he was literally in Iron Man 2. Oh, was he? Yeah. I'd forgotten that. Yeah, he's in Iron Man 2. He was basically the Elon Musk type uh, was a descriptor for a lot of um, a lot of characters in the early mid 2000s. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I'm just super glad that 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 that's over. You're right. Taylor Swift. Yeah. A lot of money did that did that a lot. Like she's a perf- like performer's. <laughs> And yeah. fact, she did it twice because her first light label ripped her off. Yeah, so, I mean, yep, she still she got the twice. money. She's she still very... got a ton of money from that. Uh, yeah. She just didn't get the rights to her albums, so she re-recorded them all. Yeah, which is just hilarious. Now. Yeah, um, the Eras tour made a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie was one of like a box office hit. Uh, so yeah, Swift is doing well. And, and she's in a new relationship. Good for her. She's, <laughs> hey, you <yeah>. know. <laughs> well, and I like that she paid, you know, each of the Teamsters who were hauling around the huge stadium setup for her show, like $100,000 each as a bonus. for. for really? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a good egg. Yeah, she seems to be. Yeah. yeah. So also good um, singer. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so we've <laughs> only got a couple minutes left here, uh, but I just wanted to briefly mention, speaking of... Uh, bloviating fools who uh you know embarrass themselves in public um hunter biden uh jeez oh, so hunter biden oh, yeah. of course has been uh, uh the target of a lot of uh you know conspiracies and rumors and whatnot and innuendos and 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 accusations of corruption and whatnot and you know like hunter biden like is a guy with a drug problem who clearly uh, 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 used, you know, broke at least some laws about like gun ownership and drug use and so forth. And is also, um, you know, made a, has made a living basically like trading on being Joe Biden's son and whatever, which is kind of sleazy, but doesn't necessarily, isn't necessarily illegal, but the Republicans have been trying to link him to uh, uh, actually, Getting well, actually getting to you know actual corrupt payoffs and whatever, and then funneling them to his father and so forth. And uh, so this past week, he said, "Like I would love to testify before the House Committee investigating this publicly." And the House Committee was like, "Right," and he's like, "I would, I, I want to testify. Do it out in public." And the House was like, "Oh, uh, no, we don't want you actually." You know, we want to expose corruption and wrongdoing, but we want to do it where anybody can can see it. 
you know? <laughs> um, because in the end, like... Doesn't really matter. Well, because in the end, they don't have... Like, I don't think there's any real evidence, you know? I think if there were... If there was real evidence, I think they would love to make a big public show trial of it, you know, because it would be enormously embarrassing political spectacle, great theater to uh, slam the Biden administration. And, yeah, they're not doing it. So, And in the Senate, the Judiciary Committee is trying to get those two guys that um, were so nice to Clarence Thomas to testify. They just um, they just Harlan Crow and Leonard Leo. Yeah. 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 Moved a subpoena from the Judicial Committee into the floor. And all my party, they um, they vacated the building. <laughs> Didn't vote. Oh, ran. <laughs> well, they rabbited. Good for them. <laughs> Let's hope they do that more, and we can actually pass some some useful laws. But anyway, actually, <laughs> just lower the quorum. So. <laughs> anyway, oh, well, not, we, we not the brightest bunch. <laughs> yeah, we do have to wrap it up. Uh, we're kind of running long here. So thanks for listening to Civil Politics tonight here on Valley Free Radio. Coming up next, we got Subculture, followed by Table of Contents, and then OK Asia. we got a podcast version of this going out uh, tomorrow morning, and we got a repeat broadcast Monday at 4 p.m. And don't forget, next January 5th, it will be coming out you starting at 6 p.m. So check it's us out. It's coming then. January 5th, not in a year. Right, right, right. Well, next year, soon. Okay. Anyway, that'll do it for now. Thank you for listening. Buenos noches. Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.